Hey, I'm Ashley Kanai, and I'm Megan Jackson. Welcome to Messy Masterpieces, where the houses are messy, and so are our lives, but we're still his masterpieces and works in progress. You have been broken, your innocence stolen. I hear you whisper underneath your breath. Hey, everybody. Hey, we're back. I got wet hair. I just got out of the shower. Me too. Got my jammers on. Me too. <laughs> I'm in my bed, actually. Oh, I got a bed behind me, but it's full of crap. So, or stuff. So I need to. Well, my children are cleaned in another up. room. And so, um, I had to come in here and shut the door. I threatened everybody with my life. I was like, I'm with their lives. I'm like, I'm recording. Be quiet. So if you hear a dog bark, you hear my kids screaming. Well, we tried. Yeah. So. So how's everything going? It's well, it's been a week. Yeah. Everybody just pray for me that (laughs) pray, pray for my whole family. It's just, it's been a hot mess of a week yesterday and today. Um, yesterday was very Monday e, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just very difficult. But we'll one day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that when we talk about our topic tonight because I think it fits. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Patience. Patience. The first fruit of the spirit that we've decided to talk about, which is the second most difficult to forbearance for me so yeah it's funny when I take newborn pictures and the parents are like you are so patient you just get the babies all snuggled up and you lay them down and if they cry you don't get upset no I don't because they're babies and they can't you know they can't help it but (laughs) then then when the people who can't help it or who can help it don't do like they're supposed to that's when my patience runs thin yeah I hear that too I hear like I have patience at work and I think I'm I guess it's just like human nature we have patience with like people that we you know the people that we met the people that we love the most we don't have very we have very little patience for them and then I feel like and then you know the people that, you know, are paying us <laughs> or, or, you know, or we work with or whatever, we, we're more apt to show them a little bit more grace and not get so frustrated so quickly, you know, with them yeah. and, and tolerate a little bit more from them than we would, you know, our children or our spouse. Oh, absolutely. But I think one thing when I, I had spoke at like a women's conference last year sometime and I spoke on the fruit of the spirit and, and one thing that like, just kind of like stuck out at me as I was studying and I was preparing was that scripture says that when we abide in the spirit, that that fruit is, you know, just a product of, so it's like, we can't, we can't manufacture it on our own. It's a product of just abiding in Christ and abiding in him. And that's what scripture says. And I'm, and I think, well, 
maybe when I don't have patience or I don't have joy or I don't have all these other fruits because it's, you know, it's maybe because I'm not abiding in Christ the way I should be (laughs) most of the time. I totally get that. Um, I know that sometimes when we think about patience, like the very first um, place our mind goes is first Corinthians 13, you know, like the wedding verses, love is is kind. But I thought this one in Ecclesiastes, which I have never read before. um, It says the end of something is better than its beginning. Patience is better than pride. The end of something is better than its beginning. I thought that was um, that was kind of opening to me that we have to be patient for the end. You know, um, we have the outcome is not always fast. And well, and too, like I was sitting and thinking about like. I know it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't mean the same thing, but like when I was taking a shower, like I was like thinking about this. Cause when you text me and we're like, Oh, let's record it this time. I was getting ready to hop in the shower and I was like, okay. So like, you know, I'm just kind of like meditating on patience and like the words be still came to me, like, you know, be still and know that I'm God. Well, you know, when we're being patient, we have to be still and And that's hard because patience, you know, even though it is a fruit and it's manifested in us, you know, because we have the Holy Spirit, it, we still fall short, you know, and because we, we live in, you know, fleshly bodies, but like, I was like that, that verse just kept coming back, be still. And I was like, well, if we're being still, we're being patient, you know, because this, I know I'm impatient. Like I like everything done yesterday. (laughs) And I procrastinate. So how can you procrastinate and be patient? I don't know. Uh, and, and be impatient, you know, whatever. But, um, but yes, yeah, so I was like, maybe when I need more patience, I just need to say, be still and know that I'm God. Be still and know that I'm God. And just repeat that verse over and over from Psalms. And just, I don't know, but that just, I know it doesn't mean the same thing in a literal translation, but if we're still, we're being patient as hard as it is sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, it says, do not be anxious either, which is still patience. <laughs> do not be anxious about anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think when everything's going our way, it's really oh. easy to be patient. But then when, you know, life is monkey wrench in or like we talked about with Carol, you know, we're holding a bunch of lemons that we don't really want to hold. Um, you know, then that that's when our our patience is tested and and we find out how truly patient we <laughs> We really are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you're you're waiting on something that you feel like is life altering, then it's hard to have patience. It's hard to just say, "Here, God, take it." Mm-hmm. We, you're right. Our flesh just wants to to take over. Wants to know right yeah. now. Needs to know right now. Which way? Oh, yeah, is especially. Oh, go? No, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it's just. I mean, like you know. I guess for me, like patience is when it comes to God's timing, because, you know, we always say, oh, you know, we want to wait on God's timing. We want to, you know, God and God's timing is perfect and, and all that. But when God isn't moving as fast as we want him to, and he's not working the way we think he should, or he's not moving fast enough in what maybe we think is his will or what we think should happen. That's when our, our, um, 
our our walk is tested a little bit and our faith is tested because we're having to to wait and mm-hmm. be still on him but and we know it's perfect his, his timing's perfect but still it, it, it's hard you know I, I think this is a hard one for you know parents moms especially um because our, we usually run on short fuses during the week we you do. know I mean, I know I do. Like the household, and you have kids, and pick up here and drop off there, and yeah, you know, I with both of us being small business owners, our hours are not ever consistent. Um, Right, that's part of that too. I think it's just it gets crazy, and then we get short fused, and it is definitely when sometimes we take it out on other people. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Um, you know, and I know, I mean, I feel like I'm more patient now. Do you feel like you're more patient now than you were like years ago? Do you think patience comes with age? Maybe like, I think think I'm much more patient now because I, my life is simpler. I think that's, I think that's what it is. I think I have a simpler life now. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And and that's something I've been trying to work on too, is like, you know, especially with my job, because I feel like, you know, when you, when, you know, when you own a small business, it's like, well, I got to work when when people want me to work. And so it's hard to say no. And it's hard to go, oh, well, I can make money on this Saturday. So I can't not work on this Saturday because I know I can make money working that day, but I really need a day off to like decompress, you know? So I, I think, like you said, uh, that's been my goal is to try and make things, my life a little bit more simpler and focus on the things that are important in life, which is my family and my kids and my friends and building relationships. Because at the end of the day, I've been doing this 10 years and I look back on all the things that I've missed is just with my kids alone, not counting my family. I'm just saying my kids, you know, and my church and things I've had to, to put to the side, Mm -hmm. um, because I didn't have the time. And when you don't have the time, you don't have patience. Period. No, no because it's rushing from one thing to the next mm-hmm. and knowing yep. you have to be here, here, and here. And then when you're dragging other people along with you, that's even worse because you're like, get in the car, put your shoes on. Hey, where's your book bag? Yep. You know, it's <laughs> the other day, um, Zeb was getting ready to go out the door. And I said, Zeb, you're barefooted, no socks, no tennis shoes, book bag on his back. So, um, that was, that was the moment when I was like, okay, throw on some socks and take your tennis shoes to the car. So here he goes, you know, tennis shoes under his arm, socks on his feet, you know, his jeans were all tucked down in his socks. It was, but you know, like mama's got to be on time. So let's go, you know? Yeah. Speaking of on time, you know, my kid, I feel like my kids have more patience with me than anybody because they know like I'm, I'm crazy mom. I run around all the time, like crazy. So my kid started a new job last week um, on Tuesday afternoon when he gets out of school early. I always like do lunch around 12 o'clock. Me and a friend of mine will go l- get lunch. Well, this day we didn't go to like 1230, 1245. Well, my kid gets out at 140. I, I had this in the back of my mind. I knew it, but like, I forgot. 
you know, so we're sitting there, Strawberry Hill, like we're enjoying some great food, you know, just relaxing, just shooting the breeze. <laughs> my kid, we're checking out. My kid calls me and he's like, Mama, where are you? You forgot I'm like, him. I'm, I'm like, I'm on my way. It's 145. I'm, I was like, and I just happened to look at the clock and be like, oh my gosh. And I was like, I'm on my way. Well, he has Life 360 and he watches our Life 360 like a stalker. So... I, I'm like, I'm on my way. So I hang up really quick. I check out really quick. Of course, the stinking credit card machine was not like working fast enough. And I'm like, really, are you kidding me? So we got down the road and I call, I told my friend, I was like, call him and like, tell him we're coming, you know? So she calls him and she's like, you better start walking, dude. Cause you're not going to make it to work by two o'clock. He had to be at work at two o'clock. It's one and we're at Strawberry Hill. So I'm like, dude, start walking. <laughs> He's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm coming. I'm coming. He pulls up like 360. He's like, you're nowhere near here, mama. You're nowhere. I was like, two minutes tops. I'm going to be. He's like, I'm going to be late for work. So I pick him up like in the middle, in the front of the baseball fields at Chesney. <laughs> and I pull, I whip it in the, in the air, pick him up. He's like, you're so irresponsible. I'm, you're going to make me late for my first day. But he got there on time. So. You know, he was very patient. We we laughed about it. We had a good joke about it. But, you know, yeah, my kids are, I, I'm, I'm like so scatterbrained all the time, all the time. I'm that better than I was. But... Though. It's a right brain thing. You can't help it. I am too. Sad though. And so my kids have to have a lot of patience with me. My poor husband has to have a lot of patience because I don't cook. I, I can cook, but I hate cooking you know, and I don't like it. And, you know, I don't, I'm not a good wife sometimes, you know, and he just, he just smiles, takes it in stride and goes, I love you. Yep. <laughs> I'll overlook the fact that you suck at cooking. Well, I, I don't cook. I, I do laundry, but I'm the type of person that like, if it's washed and it's dried and then it's in a basket and not consuming the washer or dryer, I'm good. Yeah, I'll dump it when it gets overflowing and then fold it. No yeah. matter how long it's been sitting there, right. that is that is mm -mm, he has he does not he does his own laundry. Yeah, no. Kevin does his own laundry too. Like he washes, he literally wears like the same thing every week because he has a uniform for like work or whatever, like a shirt and jeans that he or pants that he wears every day to work. So he basically just throws in one load on Sunday night and washes it, and he's good. But yeah, it's just, you know, my patience runs very thin when I see all those clean clothes in those baskets just thrown in the floor and my kids step on them and walk all over it. The dog picks it up and drags my underwear into the living room floor. You know, just that that's the kind of stuff that makes me go, really? Does nobody else in this house not know how to fold some clothes? Because oh, I can well, show y'all. I leave it in the dryer. He does it. He'll fold it because... He he has have to come down and talk to my husband. Me. He has learned to be patient with my scatterbrained, right-brained, unorganized ways. And I don't cook. I can bake. I don't cook. I don't clean my house because I hate it. I'd rather work two jobs and pay somebody to clean my house. I would totally like to pay somebody to clean my house, but they would be like, I, I would be embarrassed sometimes. Like, cause oh, my boys, sometimes my boys, man, their, their bathroom, it, listen, 
it looks like a straight up 7-Eleven sometimes. And I just go in there and I just turn around and walk back out. I don't even, I just, I'm done. I don't even know. So I just leave it and about, you know, I'll have like a mental breakdown and I'll be like, okay, it's time for you to do something about it. I'll lose my patience and I, I take, I take care of business, but you know, but I mean, I think, I think the biggest thing to remember is how patient God was. You look at like the Israelites and just how we mirror them so much in this day and time, just, you know, um, we look at them and we go, Oh my God, how could they be so stupid? Why would they continue to do this? Why would they build these idols over and over and over again and not listen to God? And I go, well, that's us. We we do that. (laughs) We do that. So why can't, why do we expect them not to, you know, I know we probably don't worship like, you know, golden statues, but, um, but we still worship worldly things and, you know, spend a lot more time on worldly things than we do the things of God. So may not be t- what you would call an patience, but. though. He has always required patience. Think about Moses in the wilderness for 40 years. Mm-hmm. You know, he's required patience of them. Abraham and Sarah waiting for a child required patience mm-hmm. from them. He answered, but he required patience. And Mm -hmm. he still requires patience of us. He requires us to put our faith in him, to be still, to fully Mm -hmm. rely on what he has for us and to, to just wait. And that is so hard. Oh man. Yeah. It's waiting is not one of my, one of my strong suits. I'm better than I used to be. Um, cause I'm like, like I said, I'm a person that like, if I buy a car, I go find one I like. And I buy it. Like, I don't, I don't like, you know, want to test drive like 50 million cars. I don't want to like compare prices online. I don't want to do all that. I just, if I want to like, let me just buy it. You know, my husband, he's going to compare price shop, price match guarantee, whatever that place is, all that crap. He's going to do it. He's going to do his research. He's very patient. Like he, he's not in a hurry to do anything. He doesn't get in a hurry to do anything. And so he's kind of rubbed off on me a little bit in that aspect. I'm, I'm not as quick to jump the gun on things as I, I used to be in the past. So I guess that that's a good thing, you know, from that standpoint, but you know, I mean, I just, I, I feel like we, our example is Jesus and I look at how patient he was, especially with like the disciples, <laughs> you know, when you look at scripture, the disciples, like they argued among themselves all the time. And like, you go, he had to be, you know, of course he was because he was perfect, but like how obnoxious would that be? You know, like if you're around somebody that they just constantly argue all the time or they complain and you go, yeah, this is, I can't be around them because they drive me crazy. Well, Jesus put up with that, even from those that he chose to follow him and and to dis and those that he chose to disciple. So, um, you know, it's I think that's a good example for us, you know, when it comes to dealing with people, because people can be difficult. You know, you like having people because we need people in our lives. We need friends. But, you know, when we don't have friends, we have more problems than, you know, if we have friends that are problems, I guess. <laughs> well, but, that's absolutely true. I mean, I would rather have, you know, and I, my friends put up with me, uh, you know, a lot because I'm loud. I'm crazy. You know, it cracked me up when you were like, I can hear you. So I have to turn the radio up. 
to hear myself on this podcast. And I'm like, it's because I'm loud. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was a definite, like all the way up to 38 on my dial to hear myself. And then you're blasting me out. I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sit back away from like my um computer tonight. <laughs> so I don't, I don't so blow funny. people's eardrums out. Well, oh my gosh. I think oh. also, you know, patience, waiting in the unknown, especially when it's something that's heartbreaking is hard. Yeah. Um, there are times, you know, when we've waited, I mean, Abraham and Sarah were heartbroken for a child um, and they waited. Job was in misery and he waited. And mm -hmm. there are just, there are times when we wait for those things that hurt us to end. And it's a season and it's a season we don't know how long will last because we have to rely on his timing and his plan. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm so learning that raising a teenager, um, you know, we talked about that earlier today, just how it's, it's so hard not to just intercede when you know something is not right mm -hmm. um, and to allow God to get a hold of your child. Well, um, I mean, you think about the prodigal, the, the, the prodigal son, mm -hmm. you know, he went and his dad, you know, let him have what he wanted his inheritance, he went out and he squandered it, riotous living, did the things that he wanted to do. But then his dad was at home patiently waiting. You know, he didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel like you can kind of sympathize with that story a little bit or, you know, relate to it maybe a little bit because, you know, he was hopeful and he was waiting, mm -hmm. you know, that my son's going to come back. My son's yeah. going to come back. And, and then when he did, he was overjoyed and he was just, just elated because he did come back, you yeah. know, and, and, and I feel like you will have that. Heart. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it, and I know it's hard. I, I couldn't imagine being in, in that, you know, I mean, I have a teenager, um, you know, that tries my patience speaking of, you know, because teenagers do, do that. They will, they're testing their boundaries. They're testing their waters. They're saying, give me everything that, you you have for me give it to me now you know and it may not be what you would say quote unquote an inheritance but it they're very needy and they're they want everything you know literally five minutes before I come in here my kids in there counting dollar bills and he's like hey um I, I want this VR game um I got four dollars but I need seven will you can, can I still get it I said uh no no you sure can't well why not that's not fair I said mm. I don't care if it's fair or not. You're not getting the game. You don't got, got $7. You got, four. you got four, you know? And, and so that's, that's what kids do. They push our boundaries and they, they push their boundaries or teenagers. I got two of them. They push every boundary. They push everything that they can do self because they're selfish, just like the prodigal son. He was selfish. Yep. And that that's a typical teen. I'm sure he's probably a teenager. He may not have been, but um, I feel like I'm he was sure a teenager. Was. I'm sure he was. I um was talking to a friend and I said, it's just funny how, you know, when our kids are little, we just close our eyes and pray over them. And we say, Lord, just let them love and follow you. We don't, I mean, anybody who loves Jesus and wants their child to have Jesus in their heart, 
doesn't ever say, just let them have a good job. Just let them have plenty of money. It's always just let them love and follow you. That's it. And so, yep. you know, in the story of the prodigal son, before he returns home, he wishes for what the pigs are eating. You mm-hmm. know, he, he gets sure. to that low. And so it's different to pray a low for your child. You know, just Lord, let him wish for what the pigs are eating, you know, and that and that is somewhat displaying patience. I'm trying to display patience by that just being my prayer and leaving everything else alone. Mm-hmm. But uh that's that's a hard thing. That's a hard thing to be patient when it comes to your kids. That's right. That's exactly whether you're waiting you, for them to go out the door for school or or yeah, them. Absolutely. And especially when it's an eternal um consequence when you have a teenager and it's an eternal um situation this, this is not you you need to hurry up and get your shoes on kind of thing or hurry up because you're going to be late for work if this is this is a hurry up and you know surrender your life to Christ so you don't burn in hell kind of thing you know what i'm saying i mean this is that's kind yeah. of our mentality you know, when we, and, and thankfully I have two really good kids. Thankfully, overall, my kids are great kids, you know, more than it, most of the time it's a smart mouth. It's, you know, and, and, and they test the waters, you know, they, they're going to, that's what teenagers do, but overall they, they have a good heart. They, they try their best to do what's right. Um, I have one that's a follower and one that is a leader and that's hard when you parent two. That tries your patience, I think, when you have two that are completely opposite and different. Um, but they're unique in their own ways. And they both have great qualities that, you know, can be used for the kingdom if they will allow it. You know, we had this conversation Sunday night because, you know, my kids are my kids don't like doing things in front of people. They get nervous and they get shy. And I'm trying to go back to, to my childhood because I was the same way. Like I hated like getting up in front of a class or, you know, having to do anything that put me front and center. I didn't want anybody having to look at me. You know, I didn't even like looking people in the eye. I was just very shy. And I'm like, you have to get over that because at the end of the day, it's not about heaping things to ourselves it is, it's doing things to give glory to God. And if God's given you things to do, you know, whether it's take pictures or paint or play an instrument or sing, whatever it is, we got to do it. We got to do it for him. We can't just say, well, I, I don't want to do that, you know, and, and that requires stepping out on faith and mm-hmm. trusting that, you know, God is going to do something with it. Um, if we're just obedient and we honor him. So that was a, that that's a, I'm learning to have patience with my kids and know that they're not me and I can't live vicariously through mm-hmm. them. Um, and I can't make them do the things that maybe I want them to do. Um, you know, when it comes to, you know, giving glory to God and, you know, and, and stepping out in faith and doing things that maybe scare them a little bit. And that's, I mean, I guess, at some point we have to let go and just patiently wait for them to serve in the way that God would have them serve. And that's, that's right. And I, and I pray that you talk about praying over your kids, you know, that I pray that God would use them, you know, um, you know, give them a, a platform and a, and a, and a way to, to be used by him, um, use their talents, you know, 
Um, and, and maybe I need to pray that the Lord, the Lord would help me be still, you know, cause I don't think we need to pray for patience. I, I really don't. I feel like we already have it as a believer. It's just learning to, um, abide in God and abide in Christ and just say, you know, use me Lord. And, um, and that fruit will, will grow. If we're connected to the vine, the fruit's going to grow. Mm-hmm. Connected to Jesus, we're going to manifest. The fruit is going to be displayed and people will see it, you know, so people can say, oh, you're patient with those babies or, oh, you're patient in that paint class. They're seeing Christ and we have to go, you know, maybe they don't see it in the four walls of our house, um, but they're seeing it um, displayed. And that's what's most important that they see they see patients and they, and they can recognize it in us. Yeah, that's, that's true because they don't know what goes on at our house and they, they only see the reflection that we give in such a small amount of time in one, one given, you know, meeting. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Cause a lot of times people, um, will just use me for newborn and maybe one year and then I don't ever see them again. Um, and so that's my only chance to, to you know be any kind of witness to them so I get it just uh, patience is important it is really important it's important to it's important for us first of all to be patient because when we're patient we're relinquishing a little bit of control that we don't have anyway you know reminding ourselves that okay God controls it all we like to pretend like we have a little bit of control. And then when things don't go our way, we pitch a hissy fit because we were never in control to begin with. Um, So I think when we realize that, you know, we have to be patient and wait on him that, that it takes that burden off of us, even, you know, like it, it's a burden lifted. It's not something that we feel like we have to control anymore. And I think when we think of it that way, patience is, is, an amazing thing that is a gift. God gave us the ability to be patient. As hard as it is sometimes. <laughs> it is hard sometimes. But then, yeah. you know, we think if if we try to control things and we're not patient and we don't wait on him, we cause that, you know, you know, where there's the illustration that says, my plan. And, you know, God's plan and it's all like, you know, when we, when we don't follow mm-hmm. and we don't listen and we decide to do our own thing, it, it's like circling back around 50 times to get to where he would have had us go in the first place. Right. So I think, I think that's where we don't display patience. And when yep. he still puts us right where he wants us, it just takes, we take the detour. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, I, and it's like, we, you know, I tell my kids, I'm like, you can either learn the hard way or the easy way. And I think sometimes, you know, as patient as God is, he's like, they're going to take the hard way, you know, and he's patient and, you know, and he's very patient with us um, or with me, most definitely. But, um, you know, I've, you know, there's been many times that I've looked, I look back after 42 years and I go, my life would have been a whole lot easier if I would have just listened 
to God then or listen to my mama then or, you know, whatever. It's kind of, it's almost like, you know, I took the hard way, you know, because, and God was patient with me for me to go, okay, Ashley, get back on track. You know, you ever just like visualize him just standing up in heaven, shaking his head. Yeah. And just kind of being like, yeah, I, 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 I just kind of being like, you know, he has a sense of humor, most definitely, you know, I mean, he has a sense of humor and, he I'm sure he laughs at his children a lot just like a dad laughs at his you know his his children um he made us so he definitely has a sense of humor but I I think a lot of times he just like he did with the Israelites he probably gets mad at us he probably gets frustrated he gets angry but in all of that he's still just and he's still righteous and and that's hard for our finite minds to comprehend that you know god can be mad but you know still be righteous because we forget that you know when we talked about righteous anger and and that he can still be just in everything that he does Mm -hmm. um and he's sovereign and you know if his will is for ashley to do this then everything that i go through is is, is pushing me that direction. Now, whether I am, you know, am I moving at a turtle speed or am I moving at a rabbit speed or a jaguar or whatever goes fast? I don't know. But, um, an ostrich, ostrich are really fast for birds, but anyway, squirrel moment. But, um, what is the, what's the thing that runs really fast in the desert? A cheetah? Is it a cheetah? Are cheetahs in the desert? I mean, the safari. What is that? What's the safari? She just really fast. Okay. I, I thought I like thought 70 she- miles per hour. Okay. Yeah. So a cheetah, if we can either go like a cheetah or we can go like a turtle, you know, and we're, we're, we're going either way, one of the two. And I don't know where I was going with that. Cause I completely lost my train of thought, but you know, we're, we're pushing that way. We're going that way. It's just a matter of how fast we get there or how slow we get there. Yeah. And when we take control, we make it slow because then God has to reel, reel us back in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's it's hard to put one foot in front of the other um, when you're impatient bec- and, and be impatient with God, because that's when we that's when we screw up. Mm-hmm. That, and, and, you know, I've done lots of screw ups in my life because I thought I knew my plans were a whole lot better than his plans. And I quickly learned that, you know, they aren't. And I knew that. But, you know, we still try to take take the reins and and figure it. And we try to figure it out on our own when his plans are better than ours anyway. And he is a patient God. My goodness. Um, I remember being in youth and this illustration being given to us that when we step away from God, he follows us. He's one step behind us. He's never any further away from us. It's just the turnaround. We have to turn around. I like that. Yeah, so we, he's he's patiently following along behind us, just waiting for us to turn around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like he's that. not gonna he's not gonna jump up and down in front of us. Mm-mm. That's the and he's a gentleman. He's not gonna push anything on us that we don't want. Mm-mm. You know, yep. I mean, if we don't want something that he has for us, don't we're just not. He's not. It's still there. His hand's still out. Whether we choose to take it or not, that's on us. Mm-hmm. Um. But everything that he offers that he gives us in his word is that he wants for us. All we got to do is take it and receive it. But 
you know, we we crazy sometimes. I know. And we're not patient. We don't wait for his goodness and we don't wait for his plan. We don't wait for his will and we don't listen. No, it all goes back to waiting, you know, and being still. And that's the hardest thing is to be still when we want to move, you know. It's like when I'm laying in bed at night and my legs don't want to be still. I have to like move my legs at night to go to sleep. That's like what I do. I kind of like shake them, roll them around on the bed, you know. And if I would be still long enough, I'd go to sleep probably. But that movement, I feel like, is helping me along when really it's just keeping me awake, you know. And it's got my mind on something else. And that's what we do when we're impatient. Our mind is on something completely other than God when we're impatient. We're on ourselves, or we're on the problem or we're on and the situation. Our agenda. And our agenda. That's exactly right. Have our calendar yeah. out and write what day everything's going to happen. And then when it doesn't, we're crushed because we were not patient enough to wait. That's exactly right. Yeah. So we just, we got to abide in Christ. We got to, we got to make sure that everything we do is going back to him. That's so right. we're going to run out of time. Okay. So we're going to tell everybody goodbye and to be patient this week. I'm not going to throw yes. my kid out of the house in socks and no shoes this week. Don't do it, Megan. Don't do it. <laughs> All right, next time, what are we doing next time? Gentleness. Gentleness, I like it, yes. Like okay. a baby, gentle like a baby. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.